Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. I, like, I just hit record. So, hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to Dork Trek. Uh, dorktrek.com is the website. I'm, still, I'm trying to post more on there, but sometimes I forget. I apologize. Um, we're in DS9. This is DS9 episode four? Five? I've lost count. Four. We're episode four. Episode four. Episode four of DS9. Uh, the episode is called uh, uh, Blabber. Babble. Babble. It's called Babble. Babble. So yeah, um, this episode is called Babble. We're joined by Anton, who runs the notes. Dennis, black and Asian. Uh, Ben and Jenny is like, what? How many shots of sake have you done since you've been sitting here? Like twenty-seven. Twenty-seven shots of sake. Is it hot sake? No, it's cold sake. Oh, cold. Actually, I'm starting to think it's just a glass of like Japanese cum. It's (laughs) no, it's. Look it's at it. not thin as, a, as a half Japanese man, I would say it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't have black bars around it. A lot of times, like, they don't show that in the Japanese porn. Well, that's for the decanter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is tasty. Oh, the decanter. <laughs> oh. Coming this fall to CBS. <laughs> decanter. <laughs> There's a Catholic schoolboy joke in there somewhere, I'm sure. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so this episode is Babel. Yeah, it's a good episode, too. It starts out, um, O'Brien is is yelling at some people trapped in an airlock. Yeah, uh, like, it's fun because he's yelling at people who are afraid for their lives. <laughs> yeah, and he's just kind of tired. Like, shut up, I'll save you, just shut up. God, you think you act like you're going to die in there. It's an airlock, come on. <laughs> and, uh, and in the midst of, like, kind of dealing with these... You've got uh, at least five minutes out. in there. Just stop. Yeah. Uh, this, you this don't wacky. shut the fuck up. I will open the other side. <laughs> you ever heard of a vacuum, motherfucker? And you'll see why they call this Deep Space Nine real quick. <laughs> I hate you. I hate your guts. If you got it bad, I got to live with Keiko. Guts sucks. Miles. <laughs> there she goes. Fuck. Hey, is there room in there? If I can fix this motherfucker, I'm getting in there. I'm going to shut it and die. We're all going to go into deep space. Yeah, man. All kind of us. I'm a white man with an afro. This ain't that some shit. <laughs> so, uh, so this wacky looking dude uh, kind of looks like a cross between like a chipmunk and a yak. Uh, he comes wandering up and his name is uh, Captain Jaheel. Yeah, he's not even, yeah, like, you're too ugly to be that mean, baby. He's a real rude fucker. And he, uh, he's like, he's like, hey, you know, Mr. O'Brien, I'm trying to leave the station. And Miles is just like, dude, chill. Uh, I got to get these people out of an airlock. They're, they're going to die. Look, look, if this was a different episode, the whole thing would be about me getting these people out of the airlock in only three minutes, to, you know? And I got to worry about your, I got to worry about your crops. <laughs> like fuck your seeds yeah, shut a, the hell up I'm a crop dust you hang on <laughs> <laughs> so, so Gav, Captain Jaheel like gets pissed off what's once. that smell like his little nose hairs go up <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's uh, he just basically tells Miles that uh, his best isn't good enough and O'Brien's just like I don't give a fuck yeah. like it's whatever O'Brien um, clearly is a man on edge yeah he's 
he's playing roulette with a phaser. Like you it would have been like, cool oh. if this if it would have been cool if this episode turned into like uh, that Michael Douglas movie falling down. Like, <laughs> like how did it amped about that? He starts clearing out the promenade with a phaser. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to court, he orders the uh, court McMuffin, and he's like, oh, it's after, it's 1031, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I hate my wife! (laughs) You know, if McDonald's had any kind of sense, they would make a cork McMuffin. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Have the two little butts on top of it. That would be good. Yummy butt muffin. Mm, Butt muffin. Stick your sausage between my butts. <laughs> so, uh, so Captain Yakhead, he stands out, and uh, and all of a sudden, Dax starts calling O'Brien and says they have an issue uh, in the lab. He goes um, to Dax real fast because he's yeah, trying to. He, he, the fuck there. He's like, oh, all, right, all those people are gonna die. Uh, I'm gonna try to get me some 300 year old old man pussy. I'll be back. <laughs> well, the fucking when he walks into the room with her, though, every it sounds like dial up. Like, there's this fucking god-awful sound, and mm-hmm. it legitimately sounds like an old-school computer di- dialing up to the internet. And uh, and O'Brien, he's like, oh, I think I know how to fix this. And he dicks around for, like, 10 seconds, and the lights turn out, and it fixes. Like, he's like, oh, problem solved. Ah, uh, but the power is out, huh? Yeah, because something else breaks. But, I mean, maybe... It, remi- it reminds me of that joke in Coming to America. Taste the soup. What's wrong with the soup? Is it too hot? Is it too cold? <laughs> Is there a fly in the soup? What's wrong with the soup? Taste the soup. Okay, where's the spoon? Ah. <laughs> what do you know from funny? I love that. It's my favorite. What's wrong? What'd you say, Dennis? I said that's the funniest Eddie Murphy has ever been. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. It's a funny movie. I enjoy it. Coming to America is... I mean, that character. Oh, that <laughs> what, the Jewish guy? Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the other guy, the Martin Luther King. I, th- I like him too when he gets punched yeah. in the stomach. I look up and say, "Ooh, I thought you somebody else." I love that. <laughs> I can love him. Yeah, uh, I thought you were- as old black men or old Jewish men. I think is his best. But the weird part is he doesn't age. Like he's the guy from the Twilight Zone episode. Like he, that's him. Like he's never aged a day in his life. He still looks like twenty four. He hangs out with transvestite hookers. Whatever. Problem. I mean, uh-huh. trying to get the excitement back. If you got it like that, you know, and nobody cares. And he's true. Eddie Murphy. He parties all the time. So you're saying he got the deal? And he actually, his girl likes to. Good stuff. Yes, he got the deal, and he's running with it. So, uh, <clears throat> so he turns the lights off. Uh, Turn but, out the lights. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, well, we we cut to the bridge, and Kira is a uh, is is griping about the navigation system, and O'Brien like pops out of the floor like a fucking whack a mole, and I don't know how he got from the lab to the underneath the floorboards in the bridge, but he's there. Oh, so something's broken. He probably just crawled through it. Just <laughs> <You> showed up. <laughs> He's That's a, why everything keeps breaking. He's making these holes in the floor. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's too much walking, baby. So I just cut holes in everything, and here I am. <laughs> he's got like a series of gopher holes that he's put he's throughout. Argyle's <laughs> magnet sleds. Yeah. yeah. He's learned this uh, from Argyle. Yeah. The he greatest just, engineer in Starfleet history. He just, he just pops out of the floor like fucking Ivan Drago and Rocky <laughs> Four. He's like standing there all confused looking at you. 
So basically, we the, the episode setup is O'Brien is fixing fucking everything. Well, no, well we got to remember too where he sasses uh, the commander. Too. Well, yeah, that was I was going to get to that. Okay. So because um, that's Cisco, important. Cisco goes to drink some coffee, and he yells at O'Brien, and he said, "I thought you were going to fix these replicators." And O'Brien's like, um, "Fine, oh right away. Let me just go fix the replicators." See, the weird part is he doesn't sass anybody else, but the but the commander. commander. It's racism. <laughs> You it is for real. Nah, he's like, yeah, I heard him. He was, he said it under his breath. He uh, got to listen. Like if you listen real close, but it's, it's, he says it. I heard it. Stephanie heard it, but she's sleeping. <laughs> she can't back me up on this one, but he said it. Um, so he goes off to, uh, to fix the replicators. And that's the episode. O'Brien starts like a, a hate group on the, on deep space nine. And they all just hate Cisco. No, to get rid of all the aliens. But then they're like, dude, if everybody, that's just you then dummy <laughs> and your wife. And he's like, Oh yeah, she's eh? <laughs> that's my plan. I got to get rid of her too. Everybody wins. Yeah. So, uh, so miles goes off to fix the replicator and, uh, he orders a, there's like a puff of like blue energy, um, which is kind of weird. And he orders a hot coffee, black double sweet and uh, he dips it. It seems to be all right. He goes off and then the camera kind of pans inside the replicator and we see there's like a pager tied to the inside of the replicator. Somebody dropped their pager in there. <laughs> it starts weird. Motorola two way. Yeah. Which is weird because it wouldn't, wouldn't it just replicate pagers all the time? Like everything, you ask, well, why do I keep getting a pager? I wanted a bologna sandwich. I needed, a new, I needed a new uniform. Why do I get a pager? I got a cup of soup, and, and it kept saying, the version to alphabet soup kept spelling 911, call mom. And I'm like, <laughs> And then uh, that cues the intro, and we have our little bit of setup for the show. It's weird, though, because, like, I don't know what that is. What? The object, like, what yeah, is it? I mean, but that's, I think that's what the show sets up is it's like, now we have a mystery and O'Brien is, is part of this, you know, some shit's about to go down. And but I think like setup. to us as a viewer, that could just be a normal part of the replicate. We have yeah. no idea what the replicate Yeah, like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's, it's, it's too vague. Like, does that well, make sense? Uh, like, the, they did the score, like, kind of, yeah, it's kind of dangerous. They could have put, like a, like, a mad face on it or something. Like, Mr. Yuck, <laughs> there, there should have been more red on the device. Yeah, or, may, or, red is bad. Is or maybe, maybe like, like, a, like, a bio thing, because it's, like, some kind of disease, right? Maybe, like, a yeah. bio symbol or something. I don't know, just something so, as a viewer, I could go, Oh, okay, that's not good. But like, or I can at least have an idea of why it's not good. But it's 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 almost too vague. Or Rick Berman slides in on the argyle sled, points to it, goes, "This is bad," yeah. and then slides back. Slides. Some serious shits jumping off here, guys. So you don't want to stick around. Well. Maybe Bill Cosby shows up. Is like why he starts around. You might learn something. You know, like the old. Uh, He's just waiting. I'm waiting for you to pass out so I can have sex with you. Ah! I think Bill Cosby saw that thing. It's got the roofies and it. If nobody can understand them. They can't testify. <laughs> Salt shaker, boneyard, television. He raped you in the ass. Salt shaker, boneyard, television. I put a little beep boop in your back back and I got a Oh my god, he's infected. He's just he's just uh, doing a voiceover for Fred Albert. <laughs> What'd you say, Mushmouth? <laughs> 
It's gotten worse. <laughs> Out flats. <laughs> the day DS9 went Cosby. <laughs> That'd be great if it caused everyone to do a bad Bill Cosby impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Would all the men do bad Bill Cosby impersonations and all the women just pass out? Yes. <laughs> what? Zip zap zip. Zip zap So uh so yeah, the uh the episode starts, it jumps to my favorite couple, Cork and Odo, and they're uh they're talking about how business is slow. And they're just kinda jiving back and forth at each other and this uh this dude at the bar shoves this gut. The only way this would have been better is if they would have started tongue kissing. Because you know they want to. Like, they really do. Like, they're really in love with each other. Like, he's like, oh, business is terrible. You'd like to see me run out of here, wouldn't you? No, no, no. Like, it's it's so, like. It's like, like a typical old married couple fighting. Yeah, like, underlying gay. Like, just be gay. Like, just whip your dicks out and start touching them. And then, like, see what goes. Actually, I mean, is it really gay? Because Odo is a puddle. It's, I mean, Odo could be anything, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. He chose so, to be man. Yeah. Well, he chose to be ish. Manish. <laughs> um, so they start talking about how like business is slow and this dude shoves this uh, bowl of soup in the pork's face. He shoved a bowl of soup in his ass? Yeah, he shoved <laughs> right in his ass. He uh, ate the soup out of his asshole? That's amazing. He's, he's like, uh, he's like you know, this, is, so, <laughs> this, this is really up. moving. Like They're really dealing with some stuff here, man. <laughs> And Odo Odo jumps in and, and protects Cork, and he's like, "You leave him alone!" Like, uh, which is one of my favorite lines. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's like they get it, they, it, it just kind of sets the trend that they have a real affinity for each other. Well, and nobody's gonna screw with Cork, but Odo. Yeah, and nobody's gonna mess with Odo, but Cork. And I love that. Let, let me see your penis. <laughs> Make it longer, Odo. Does it have a curtain? Does it have a curtain? Bigger. Make it look like me. <laughs> Ooh, kinky. Uh, kinky. <laughs> yeah, Odo, Odo just starts rubbing his earlobes and yeah. Cork says that uh, to Odo that the replicators are broken. Odo says the uh, well, the command decks have perfectly uh, fine working replicators, which is kind of like Odo telling Cork to do something illegal. Because yeah. uh, he's just like, well, you know, he's trying to trap him so he can put him in his jail and have his way with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's what I would want to do. Like, Start Odo, this isn't the normal jail. Why am I going to your office? This, this is space so Oz. With video cameras everywhere. Yeah. This is sex jail. <laughs> Working in a sex jail. Fakejail.com. Yeah. In space. <laughs> Fake space jail. I would go there. Yeah. I'm hoping somebody comes and gets me now, baby. I've been real bad. <laughs> <laughs> One lock, to beam up. Lock me up and throw away the key for SpaceX jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a life sentence. <laughs> oh no, my cellmates are killing on lady. <laughs> Uh, that would be nice. Anyway, she has the two vagine. <laughs> yes, we call that a buffet. Yes. Um, hey now. <laughs> so uh, as soon as Odo walks away, Cork pulls out all these. Uh, he's like, "Ask the computer to show him the layout of the working replicators." The computer says no. 
And Which is smart his, for a change because the computer's normally like, sure, yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> the like, no, it, here's the schematics for the enterprise, and here's the vital points where you should probably blow it up at. I don't know. I get fun. I get. <laughs> and then Cork is like, all right, and he pulls out this little like box, and it has all these little uh, rock candy piece looking things in it, and he just starts jabbing them into the computer, and the computer's like, oh my bad, yeah, here you go. Like I'll. I have a theory that those were like drugs, some form of like synthetic computer drug that an AI can get off on. They're isolinear rods. Mm. Uh, the, the Enterprise had isolinear chips, and that was the flat, clear plastic rectangles right. with writing on it. Hey, hold on, Ben. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You've waited your whole life to tell someone that, haven't you? <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's it. That's like, 20 fucking years I've sat on. Hang on. Hang on. Those are, those are isolinear rods. 22 yes. years. It's finally paid off. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, go ahead I am so uh, having sex tonight. I am so hard right now. Because <laughs> uh, you have an isolinear rod up your ass. Right hey, oh. It's got 20 years. The computer's about to tell Ben exactly where the replicator is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it spells sake. But uh, <laughs> so those are isolinear rods. That was introduced on uh, DS9. And then in Voyager, we have the biometric gel packs. Okay. So why are they multicolored instead of clear? Well, that's it's so you can fun tell to look apart. Thank you. Oh, Go back to the original uh, Star Trek <clears throat> with the uh, three and a half inch floppies they used to have. You'd have they yellow ones, colors, and yeah. ones and green ones. And it's just but, more you know, fun, you know. Yeah, like, makes sense. It was also, there was the uh, licensing deal with the uh, Skittles Corporation in <laughs> for all isolinear products to. Uh, See, I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not because I believe I'm, you. I'm, part of that deal was they had to say Taste the Rainbow at some point in the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's now, where that aphasia comes in. And the problem is that if you put too many isolinear rods in your pocket and you're wearing a hoodie, you might get shot on the promenade. But <laughs> that, no, that's only going to happen to Cisco, son. Everybody, right, every, everybody else will be asked to lay down and, and, you know. Yeah, Jake gets laid out by George Zimmerman. <laughs> or, you know, George Odo. Odo Zimmerman. We can go anyway with this. I don't know. I have to stand my ground. I don't know what Odo is, a first name or last name. I don't know. I just don't get it. I'm changing my name. George Odo. That's a great name. So, so we jump to George Odo. George Odo. Nice to be uh, so O'Brien's making some tea for Cisco, and uh, which is a real like sea change because I mean he was calling them racial things right. in the episode. So maybe he saw the error of his ways. That's a whole other episode that we missed. And uh, they, they learned something about something <laughs> in that episode. Don't call your commanding officer Sea Monkey or whatever it was. No, they learned something about each other. Like you know that they. They both didn't like a certain race of people, and they're like, "Hey, our hatred for the Ferengi bring us together." Like, they were- no, it's it's the hatred for uh, Miles. Yeah. Well, he actually, Cisco says uh, in that exact moment, he says, "Send my regards to Keiko." Hey, man. Well, you know, black dudes like Asian shit. Hey, man, let me fuck your wife. I mean, Dennis is a product of that. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, thank heaven. Uh, <laughs> thank Goodness, that's fantastic, my friend. 
I mean, like, even in the black exploitation flicks, like, the black dudes were always amped on Asian chicks. Like, black yeah. dudes, like, they like Asian women. Why not? Everybody likes Asian women. Yeah, no boom boom with soul brother. That was a great line from, what was that, Full Metal Jacket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. It ain't too damn buku. Yeah, too. <laughs> that was So yeah, uh, Cisco tells O'Brien, he says, send my regards to Keiko. And O'Brien says and like... he winks at him. Yeah. And then... He's uh, like, hey, then, you, hey, you want to make rank? Send her to my quarters, baby. You won't be fixing nothing on this ship no more. That's right. <laughs> Not Keiko. But why is our new daughter's name Molly Black and <laughs> <laughs> uh, And uh, O'Brien goes... You tell because she still had an afro. It's like, oh, it could be for Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't really want to ask this question. Yeah. If she likes potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Because oh, he's Irish. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? It's either taters or fried chicken. I mean, let's go for it. <laughs> All right. Here's the true test. Whiskey or Heineken? <laughs> what kind of whiskey? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholic. <laughs> uh, so O'Brien goes to say something back to Cisco, and he's like, uh, "Keep your goddamn hands off my wife!" <laughs> no, he's like a uh, duck penis peppermint stick. He, he's not making sense. His words aren't coming out right. And now, uh, this is what I wonder: like um, in the script, do you think it just says like incoherent babble, or are there actual words there that they want him to say? I mean, he repeats it. And he's repeating yeah. the same phrases, so it's probably in there, so there's some consistency because be it makes it even weirder. Yeah, it would be more fun if they just got to make up their own three words and just stuck with that. But they, over the course of <laughs> the different sentences, will have different, you know, words that they repeat. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, like, what was it? Uh, later, there's like reading words, salt flats, yogurt. Maybe there, maybe know? this is where Limp Biscuit got their idea to name that record, like hot dog flavored water. They were like, oh, we're big DS9 fans. We just really wanted to pay homage. This is our favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, so. no, <laughs> hot dog flavored water was a reference to pee, I thought. I don't know. Because yeah. isn't it chocolate starfish? I thought it's a reference to the water that's left over when you boil hot dogs. No. Isn't that what... <laughs> Uh, the, the, the dirty water dogs are quite yummy if you've never had a dirty water dog. They're very good. I really the, water, the water is not so great. Though. Yeah, but whatever. It's hot. I mean, it's going to kill anything that's in there. Yeah. Street <laughs> vendors in Chicago. That's, let's yeah. leave it at that. I like, uh, I like dirty water dogs. But yeah, so, okay, so Limp Bizkit, not fans of DS9. No. Um, purely coincidental. Okay, all right. All right. I, I, mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm going to dispute that one. Okay, I'm gonna do so. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get on Twitter and ask Fred Gersh if he is a fan, fan of DS9. Yeah, and I'm gonna do that. He's gonna be so grateful. He's gonna be so grateful for attention. He's gonna favorite and retweet it. Yeah. I've never actually watched the show, but I am starting a binge this weekend. Thank mm-hmm. you for noticing me. <laughs> if this starts like a whole new line of albums that he's going to come out with because you talked to him and like encouraged him, he is I'm on be very pissed he, off. He is on Twitter and um, his, which is a real bummer. His picture, his profile picture is a picture of Steve Martin from the jerk. 
So now I don't like that movie anymore, which is a shame because oh, it's, one of, it's one <laughs> of my... Don't dislike the movie, dislike him for taking something great and soiling it. Yeah, that's appropriation. Like my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they, they must be shooting at these cans. <laughs> my favorite scene in any movie ever. Glasses, I damn thee. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. Don't apologize. So, um... Then we got uh we we end up back at Corks and Dax and Kira are talking about uh repairing the replicator system and uh you know Cork has got all these um he's offering all these food like all this food all of a sudden Corks is like busy there's a bunch of fucking people there and um you know Cork is like hey I got some pudding and Kira's like I'm not gonna eat the pudding like she leaves I, and then I Dax love, is like I love pudding. <laughs> Are you going to buy pudding? Are you going to get pudding from a restaurant that's replicated? Doesn't work anymore. Where is this pudding possibly coming from? (laughs) Walk away. I mean, to be fair, pudding's really easy to make. I mean, all you need is just pudding and milk. You got what Rom's back there with the Jello mix, like stirring it up with the milk and. Yeah, I mean they have, they have the cardboard boxes that you gotta like. I mean, most. I, I, I think it's. You gotta read the directions. What the fuck? I think it. I think it's safe to say though that all the creatures on DS Nine are mammals. One of them possibly is lactating, so it's like weird alien breast milk pudding. Oh, that's nasty. But that it's true. Awesome, actually. It's, it's, it's true. The Klingon chicks were there recently. They're, They're squeezing all four. They're definitely memory enabled. For the House of Duras! House of Duras pudding. <laughs> and they make it twice as fast. Yeah. There's always room for Duras. <laughs> D-U-R-A-S. <laughs> Oh, you get the Duras pop and you put it in your mouth. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Dax is not so come to Quaaludes, though. <laughs> know, uh, Mr. Cosby. Four times as many. <laughs> so, Cork uh, is excited. He's making money. And then uh, we jump over to Kira, uh, who says O'Brien looks horrible. Um, they start Which talking. Is really nice. I mean, yeah, he's had a rough day. He's been doing a lot of stuff, and he's put up with a lot of things, and he's Miles! Learned, and he's learned a lot. And, you know, he he walked out that morning thinking he looked really good in his uniform, and then <laughs> tore his whole world down. Oh God, Miles, you look terrible. It's like fuck you, bitch. It's like what are you? What are you doing sitting in your office? Do you have any things I fixed today? You know how exhausted I am from calling Cisco racist terms. I mean, it's. It's exhausting. Like, like, your job is just to yell at people. I actually have to do stuff around here. Yeah. Hey, and where were you and Dax coming from? Were you like at a Pilates class or was there a yoga, <laughs> uh, yoga session? Yeah. What, 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 are they what? scissoring like uh, in Yeah. Yeah. Crusher, Indiana, Dax, and uh, Kira Norris. Mm. Nice. Are you guys bumping clams here? What's going on? Shouldn't you be bumping oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, I just had to get that fully formed image. I'm I'm good now. You're looking like in the uh, the hollow suites, and like, how come every Tuesday at 11 a.m. there's a clam bake schedule? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. 
So uh, <laughs> O'Brien starts to talk to Kira, and he can't speak properly. Now his words are all fucked up. That's because he's he, he's he's speaking to a woman that respects him. He's like his brain just shut off. He's like, oh, she, you like me for who I am, and you're not just gonna yell at me. This is so weird. Hamana 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 hamana. Flat salt table tennis pool pocket party. Pool pocket party, indeed. That's what he was having when he was thinking about He's playing a little, po- little pocket pool. <laughs> I, I'm happy to see you too, O'Brien, but I mean, I'm going to at least wait till I get back to my room till I masturbate. <laughs> so let's, let's cool that out a little bit, buddy. Lanai umbrella sidewalk. <laughs> so they take his, uh, his weird speaking self to uh, Julian. And Julian's trying to figure out what the hell's up with O'Brien, and he just can't figure it out. And he says he's uh, something's affecting his brain, and he's aphasic. Uh, he can't express himself well, and uh, and then he's just confused. Like Julian just seems like normal, completely out of it, but really excited to be there. Um, Which is, I mean, that's his that's his mo. Like he's kind of a dunce, but at least he's excitable. Yeah, he's happy. He's yeah. just he's happy to be where he is. He's a handsome guy. He's chilling, and he's probably banging some weird space poon out here, you know. So he's stoked about that. He's like, I got to get out of this doctor's office so I can go to my prison sex place that I've been in for a really long time. It's gonna be awesome. My fake space jail prison. Yeah. So uh, Dax and Cisco are asking Julian what the heck is going on. And uh, Julian's like, I just can't figure it out. And all of a sudden, Dax starts talking all crazy weird. And uh, the next thing you know, there's a quarantine. She keeps hey. saying, she keeps saying, boat race, boat race, boat race, boat race. <laughs> boat race, boat race, boat race, boat race. Clam bake. Boat race, clam bake. Clam bake, boat race. <laughs> Steam and cream. <laughs> Police house. Police house. Boat race. Foamy. Boat race. Steam and cream. Steam and cream. Prison jail. <laughs> Space prison sex jail. Shuttlecrafting. <laughs> Mapping mission. Mapping. <laughs> Mapping boat race. She can only make in-jokes from Dork Trek. <laughs> That's the aphasic. <laughs> yes. Very specific. Two dicks. <laughs> Two dicks boat race. Demon cream. <laughs> Wu-Tang Quadrant. <laughs> it's a area of blackness. Area of blackness in space. Coming of age, huh? <laughs> masterpiece, masterpiece theater. <laughs> oh, Hammer Plants Planet. You know, that coming of age, it's like, can you imagine that there's ever going to be another Star Trek related podcast that starts off an episode of like 20 minutes of juvenile <laughs> lyrics? <laughs> That's right, because the episode was coming of age. <laughs> it was perfect. It was like it couldn't have been better planned, but it wasn't. So that will, that's what makes it good. Yeah, I'm gonna have, have to download that one. That's you and that badass Benza. <laughs> it's you in that galaxy class, huh? Gibberish. I don't know what she's saying. I don't know what she's saying. We're going to take it to see Juliana. Uh. <laughs> Pick a mustard tiger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
gonna see this episode's great. You guys have killed Ben. Uh, come awesome. back, Ben. Uh, so, so, so then, all of the shops on the promenade are closed, except for a fucking of court of quirks. Uh, and uh, he says that uh, his place doesn't apply to the quarantine because it says essential uh, stations are open, and his place is essential because people are on edge and they need a place to relax and I guess eat pudding. Um, well, everybody loves pudding. It's true. They've- and that dude that's there that was there earlier who's you know, giving him the, the business, he, um, he's now eating the soup and saying it's wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, and Cork tells uh, Odo that Rom fixed the replicators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Odo's like, I, and it's a little bit suspicious. Um, so then we jump to like Cisco and he finds Jake and they're talking about the quarantine and, uh, that yak space fish guy, uh, who was bothering uh, O'Brien earlier, uh, Captain Jahil, he comes up, uh, and he starts buzzing, bugging Cisco. And he's like, come on, man. Uh, this is annoying. I can't tell what episode, cause Manny used to just name the episode stupid things. So like up until I think it's coming of age, yeah. Yeah, but I don't see it. Like it's like nineteen or something like that. Episode nineteen would be something like that. I didn't say exactly. Don't f with time. Okay. Like he didn't like it was Manny didn't review did, Manny didn't put the titles of the episode. I might go back in that. I might take a long time, but I might just do it all. Like one of our episodes is named Rape Baby. <laughs> it's a good episode. You know what episode that is. I knew I know exactly which one it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm yelling with my hands. <laughs> uh, Detective Data, big and black. Oh, that's a good one too. Old Pulaski. <laughs> Ryder Riker likes it rough. <laughs> Robot Dodger. I kissed that. <laughs> That's with the shapeshifter that Wesley kissed. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, These are very I, cut and dry. I love you, virus. Uh, Royale with cheese. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two Picards. Two uh, Picards. It's creative. <laughs> See, there was one Picard, and then there was two. So we got two Picards. Because it wasn't three of them. Because if it was three of them, that should be just <laughs> The best part is I know which episode this is. And it's, it's yep, it's the episode is called Q-Tip Fight. <laughs> yeah. And Bojus. Uh, my dad's home. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, data. It's not, a, it's not an episode about a tribe called Quest. No, it's not. Like, no. Had an argument. God rest his soul. Data loves children's. Yep. Uh, Borg. Mm. Short. This is a good one. Uh, short spaceship. <laughs> uh, Planet Ireland. Uh, that, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, this is this is a, a reoccurring theme this season because episode twenty nine was Riker likes it rough. Episode um, uh, what here is is called Worf likes it rough. <laughs> so is there like a thing where over the course of the entire run, everybody at one point liked it rough? Yes, Shades of Gay. Uh, <laughs> 
Maybe one for the low hanging fruit there. Yeah, another dumb Wesley episode. <laughs> <laughs> that could be any of them, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, it totally is. Like, I, I have no idea what the but I, here it is. It's um, I just found it. Planet Kid Toucher. Now, <laughs> this one's good. This one's good. I'm old. Now I'm young. <laughs> yes. Yep. We actually ripped that off. Uh, there's a similar episode with Doctor Who, and we did that same title on ours. Nice. And we attributed to you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. Which Doctor Who episode is that? With Lazarus. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. There it is. Episode 14 is Coming of Age, a Secret Gay. (laughs) Secret Gay. (laughs) Why did anybody download this podcast? I mean, based on the titles alone, you're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? I got to find out what this episode's about. That, that's why we had the ratings we had. It was people who was like, well, I like Star Trek, but coming of Ajax, I need to check this out. What, what, what's going on? Secret gay. Secret gay. Another fucked up Wesley episode. Keiko likes it rough. What? A lot of people apparently like it rough all when we're doing shows. Spot likes Everyone it rough. Does. What? Mm. Mm. Okay, so where were we? So, um, the dude is bugging Cisco about his cargo and not wanting to get big. And he's got a yeah, like, dude, come on, man. You're transporting fucking space lettuce. Let's just shut up about this. Yeah, Cisco just tells him no and, leave, and like walks away. Cisco's like, fuck yo, mama. And he's like, Whoa, dude, okay. That's not really nice. I mean, she's a widow and stuff, and I think you're being kind of a dick about it. I mean, I just need to get my space lettuce to... Look, you, your space... Cesar Chavez asking, wait with your lettuce. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. So, so, uh, he doesn't want to make eye contact with us after that. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Put your head down. Go to the corner bed. <laughs> so Cork is uh, pushing a cart uh, down the command deck, uh, and he goes into a side room where he finds a replicator, and he starts ordering things from the replicator. And when he goes to sit it on the cart, the cart turns into Odo. 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 Cool. <laughs> Wonder Twin uh, Power is activating again. Well, Odo right. likes to turn into furniture. Like he's a big IKEA guy, I guess. I don't know. And he's had Odo's hand, or he's had Quark's hands on him all the way from Quark's all the way. Yeah. Well, the cart push handle. That was his dick. That's what you're Push. Just put it out push. there. Whatever, whatever the shapeshifter genitalia is. Push it. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. <clears throat> As a shapeshifter, you can make anything into your genitalia if you really wanted to. No, oh, yeah, totally. And you should. <laughs> you make your entire body. Yeah. Like zone. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> like, who are we to say? I don't know. You know, that's why his nose is shaped funny. Mm. Going on, dick nose. Oh, really? Like somebody hit? Like really? That's an erogenous zone? Like yeah, it all is? Like come on, you're just a- my entire body is a clit. <laughs> that's my eyelash. Oh yeah, that's like that was the most erotic one. <laughs> so, I just came uh, a lot. So Quark is like, uh, how'd you figure it out? And Odo says, uh, Rom's an idiot. 
and he couldn't fix a straw that was bent and that made me laugh for some weird fucking reason i thought it was what if funny. you know but what if it's a bendy straw oh shit son peace mic drop i'm out <laughs> I, I, i've missed a couple of episodes have we met rom yet or has he just yeah because when keiko was bugging rom about getting nog into the, gotcha. the school Rama what a dumb there. name nog yeah they're they're Ferengi. Yeah, but at least at least Rom was a space knight at some point. Yeah, Rom was ah, cool. fair point. Yeah. And he's coming back. IDW. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they're bringing they're bringing Rom back, dude. They finally got the uh, somebody got the rights finally for it. IDW is doing it. Chris Charles right now. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cork is like, yeah, you're right, Odo. My brother's an idiot, and they just leave. Like they walk out. He's like, you caught me, and then they bounce together. Like, okay. Yeah, he uh, took him to his uh, fake space prison jail. Yeah, but like, the, like, what are the ramifications for doing this? Like, there's no penalty. Like, it's just like, okay, sorry, I won't do it anymore. Well, there's got to be some B and E on this. I mean, you know, because he wasn't. So, but do you the mean door was open? You mean S and M, bro? <laughs> well, did he use his isolinear rods to gain access to the command level? I sure did. It looked like he just walked in. Yeah, the door was open. Yeah. He just walks in so, and starts ordering shit out of the replicator. Nobody's in the room. Yeah. Just like fuck it. What do you do? Um, so then we come back to Julian. Julian's like the virus is affecting all the replicators on the command deck. Um, <laughs> oh no, the virus is mutated. The whole station's affected. It's in the air. Just um, so, so, six so, percent uh, of the station has it, and uh, they're telling people to stay away from the station until further notice. It's a uh, quarantined. <laughs> Uh, and this know. guy's like, but what about my lettuce? Yeah, lettuce guy is really pissed off about this. Like, he's um, the most annoying and inconsequential Star Trek character, I think, in the history of the show. Yeah. Like, this guy's just worried about his fucking lettuce. Like, he just can't care. The rat planet plays pays a lot for their produce. So. <laughs> but I'm just saying, man, like, this would be like the dude who runs the Chinese market in the Kung Fu movie getting mad at Bruce Lee because he broke up his produce shipment. Like, that's what this is. Like, in every Bruce Lee movie, there's a fight in a produce section, and that would be the guy going, you broke all my broccoli. What is happening? You know, like, why do you do this to me for? Now my family cannot eat Bruce Lee. Why do you do karate everywhere? We need wretches. <laughs> we need compensation. You broke all our wretches. We have no more wretches. And Bruce is like, alright, man, here, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I mean, I'm trying to stop Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. He's out of control. End the game of death, man. There's some games of death going on here, man. Like, I'm just straight. It's what's, game of life. What's, game more, of death. what's more important, man? Like games of death or your fucking daily produce shipment? Like there'll be more lettuce tomorrow, motherfucker. Like I don't see what the big deal is. The shit expires. <laughs> it's not like you're gonna keep it forever. Dang, get out of my face. Yeah, good point. Thank you. Thank you I kind of felt like it was code for like drugs. Like he's really a smuggler and all of this shit about like the space lettuce. But you know what this is then? This is the fucking smuggler's blues. Right? <laughs> Glenn Fry talked about, bro. You know? There's a quarantine in D-Space 9 and somebody's got to lose. <laughs> I'm afraid it went down like this. So our... I've waited my whole life to use Smuggler's Blues in context. So Smuggler's Blues and it finally worked. Isometric rods. Isolinear rods. I'm sorry. But the thing is, like, I am like throwing it out. Like Smuggler's Blues is one of my favorite jams. 
Well, no, I'm thinking O'Brien is Crockett. Uh, Cisco is Tubbs. No, I think it's too they, obvious. They I, got the, no, they got the sleeves pushed up. No, O'Brien I would like, I would, pushes his sleeves up. I want uh, Julian to be uh, Tubbs. Oh, so O'Brien and Julian. Yeah, uh, and tubs. I, and then and then um, Cisco could be the chief. He's got to be the boss. He's like uh, Edward James. Was it? Wasn't that Edward James? Almost yeah, Edward James. Almost. Okay. So Commander Adama is now uh, played by uh, Avery Brooks. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I want. Basically, this is working for me. And the Star Trek Prime Universe. That's what happens. And then Odo could just turn into Sonny Crockett's pet alligator. Because yeah. he's a shapeshifter. Yeah. On Miami Vice, uh, Sonny Crockett, played by Don Johnson, had a pet alligator. On his houseboat. On his houseboat, which is the dumbest thing in the entire world. No, no, no. Keep no. an alligator on a fucking houseboat. Like, he doesn't have much room to run or roll around. He's going to eat you on accident. It's yeah. I, I think, no, because Kira is so... Now, where do you feed this thing on a fucking houseboat? Like, really? I mean, come on. You throw some turkeys or chickens in yeah, there. Yeah, but it's going to get everywhere, man. There's going to be feathers all over the no, place. No, no, you just well, no, you get release the- him on upon your neighboring houseboats. <laughs> <laughs> Let him feed himself. He'll come back eventually. Hey, have you seen the McGillicuddy's baby? Uh, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> My alligator ate your baby. Wasn't his wasn't his pet uh, alligator named Elvis or something? Elvis. Yeah, I think it was. Elvis. I thought it was George Odo. <laughs> <laughs> that was recall, Dennis. That was really good. That's some Schwarzenegger level total recall right there. Yeah, that was really good. That's what I'm here for. You were great, Dennis. You're just great. for that. Just for that one. Good. good goodbye, everybody. <laughs> So Kira figures out that in the replicator there's a there's a device and she thinks the Cardassians made it and it's replicating a virus into the food. Everything bad that's ever happened anywhere is because of the Cardassians, according yeah, to Major Kira. Totally. You know, it's, totally. I it mean, could have been Ray J. It could have been Ray J. Yeah. You know. So, uh, so Julia calls Cisco down there, and we find out that now Jake, uh, Cisco's son, is sick. Um. And he's got the. Does he? Does he have jungle fever? No, he's got the smuggler's blues. <laughs> okay, he's got smuggler's blues. Okay, all right. Um, it was one of the two. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so God, I love uh, that song. It's the politics of contraband. It's the smugglers. I was really sad when he died, just because I love that song. Yeah. And the uh, and the uh, you belong to the city. That was a good one too. <laughs> saxophone. The saxophone solo in that is. Fucking choice, bro. Like he just wails. He had the uh, reverb going on it. And yeah. Everything. See, it was weird because after he died, Glenn Fry, I, I I listened to some Eagle songs, and I found out the only Eagle songs that I like are Glenn Fry songs, like the majority of them. Like so, when I think when people say they hate the Eagles, what they're really saying is they hate, they hate Don, Don Henley. They hate Don Henley. Like Don Henley's. Don Henley's fucking terrible. Down at the Sunset Grill. Yeah, like all the Don Henley songs are the shitty ones. Like you go through the Eagles catalog and like you'll find maybe like two or three good Don Henley songs. But the rest of all them, she wants to do is dance. Is that really that bad? I mean, yeah. It's not good, but it's not that bad. I mean, it's like Phil Collins, bro. Like it's, it's, what are you guys looking at each other over there? What are you doing? Ben and Jenny are having secret conversations. Nothing. I'm totally not sticking my hand like down his pants, touching his or anything. 
Did she tilt my camera? Can I see it? <laughs> <laughs> She's touching my isolinear rod. Why don't you guys get out of here then and go have some some sex or something? And then rejoin us and tell us what happened. Yeah, and then give us a play by play. Yeah. You will be timed. Blow well, it'll probably blow. be over before you guys finish with this episode. So. Well, send us an invite to a different Zoom meeting. It'll be fine. <laughs> promise. Yeah, I turned this off already. <laughs> it's not I, recording, and we're not even here. What's that was, green light on my computer? <laughs> no, nah, nothing, nothing. Nah, nothing, nothing. It was all. I know it. It was all the talk of Glenn Fry, dude. You guys, <laughs> this is going on to fakepodcast.com. dot <laughs> Smuggler's Blues makes my dick so hard. <laughs> Turns my dick into an isolinear rod. I can bypass your security protocols. It's so hard. That's right. A la Bill Cosby. Smuggle my dick in your face. <laughs> what? Jimmy, for somebody without a dick, you catch on fast. <laughs> Who says I don't have fun? <laughs> 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 Puzzle pieces are starting to fall into place now. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, it's about this uh, George Odo guy. Oh yeah, so so basically, Curious says that the energy decay uh, dates back to before Odo even took over security. So uh, and Odo's like, like see, see, it's not my fault. Right, exactly. But this um, is the second time something bad has happened on DS9, and Odo automatically gets blamed for it. Well, he's an easy target. Yeah, he's an easy lover. Nah. He'll take your heart, but you won't feel it. He's like no other. Don't you know it? You'll be on your knees. Hit a bird, a bird, a da You'll never get it. This is the easy listening episode. This is like the Q101 episode. <laughs> yes. We are, we are singing the hits of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and today. So uh, we find out Jake's going to die. Everybody's going mean, to die. That's, that's the circle of life. The circle of life. Odo takes and holds up Jake. <laughs> smears some stuff on his head. It was pretty rough. Um, so curious checking with contacts and stuff trying to figure out uh, if this little pager thing is like uh, part of the Bajoran underground or whatever um, and we find out all this time Odo's been hanging out at Quirks uh, Odo never learned to gamble uh, he never learned to Dabo or Domjock or any of that stuff yeah, and there's nothing more like, pressing that he should be doing right now yeah. yeah, it's kind of crazy because Cork is like, wait, you... you He's like, watching. you know what? The security's already been breached. What can I do? <laughs> I, know, I, I was supposed to stop this from happening. Now it's happening. Is my yeah, daughter's I'm going to go play some poker. Yeah. So, uh... Odo tells Cork that he can't hang out because Cork wants him to just hang out with him because Cork's just kind of chilling by himself. Um, and Odo tells him that the promenade is uh, open and vulnerable but if anything happens, he's so, going to hold So is my anus. It's open vulnerable. Come get it. What is going on? I think that is that what Odo meant by the promenade? <laughs> yes, he's talking about his butthole. It's gaping. The promenade is gaping. And, and lubed and ready. 
<laughs> All these years, everybody thought the promenade was just that area. But every time he referred to it, he's like, I'll see you in the promenade. <laughs> then maybe you can eat cereal out of it, too. Like we're talking about right. <laughs> what kind of cereal? I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, whatever kind you want, man. I mean, I was really confused when he said, "Feel free to stick your tongue in the promenade." <laughs> what? what does that even mean? Uh, Anton Cocoa Puffs. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I was thinking because something sharp like you know Captain Crunch, I don't think would be as enjoyable. No, but uh, you'll be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Just definitely not Rice Krispies because <laughs> that crack a, a lot of activity going on in there. <laughs> Goddamn elves up my ass again. About <laughs> a dollar for every time I've heard that. Snap and crackle came out, but I don't know what happened to Pop. <laughs> I got anal fissure. Is that an elf? I don't know. It's just our God. <laughs> I'm not even on this show. What the fuck? <laughs> I just beamed over to check in on Miles, and he's like, what the fuck's going on here? He's like, salt flat ladies' tennis shoe or something. <laughs> you want to masturbate in the ladies' tennis shoe? I mean, that's all you, man. I mean, come hey, on, partner. You know, I'm the best judge. I just brought the gin. I, you, know, you said I could get some space here or something. I to crash because Picard's blowing shit up. So. Oh, no, wait a second. Now, was that uh, Captain Jahil Okafor? Was he delivering the gin? I, I, I hitched a ride. Yeah. Argyle's gin? I was stuck in that damn airlock for like 16 hours. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you talk about somebody, you know, crop dusting. I was like, God damn, I crop dust in the airlock. Motherfuckers are like, oh, let us out. Let us out. <laughs> the cool part is you sound like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he's talking regularly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing, I don't even watch wrestling. <laughs> but you sound like, download one of his podcasts just and like listen to the first five minutes. Like, holy shit, that's like spot on. It's really crazy. I don't even know what I'm doing half the damn time. Right. Because you sound just like Stone Cold Steve. I mean, I used to have a catchphrase or something. I don't know. Make some gin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, I, was, I was watching this other podcast, and they was talking about some uh, Trek stuff, and guy comes in there, and he's like, you know, starts waving his hand. He's like, whoa, and John Cena. And I'm like, what the fuck's a John Cena? <laughs> He's not just like him. It's awesome. Back in my day, we didn't have theme songs. We just kicked each other's ass. <laughs> it's so great. Get on with the damn show. I got a sleeper masturbate or something. Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe both. At the same time. Um, so uh, Julian is working to figure out like what the hell is going on. And then all of a sudden, he can't speak and he's sick. And uh, so he's not going to be able to solve it. So it's all up to Kira to figure out what the hell is going on. No, we're screwed. Right? Um, so she, weirdly, she ends up contacting the scientist uh, who was an assistant to a partner to a friend of a somebody. Of a what, a, what a reach. Like, what a reach. Yeah. And, uh, and she, she's like... Uh, I don't follow her logic here, though, because this is the guy who signed the death certificate of the guy who made the weapon. So now... <laughs> Automatically, he knows exactly how it was made. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't remember what day it was yesterday. Like, you know, this guy's got to remember how to take off a weapon that he put on 18 years ago. And- 18 years ago, you didn't make this weapon, but you knew the guy who did it. 
Well, now see the minister who spoke at my grandmother's funeral might know how to make her cherry pie. <laughs> exactly. It was the recipe. Yeah. Right. Actually, it was potato pancakes. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that reference doesn't work. It does. <laughs> it does though. It does. But we did say we weren't going to cross-reference. Jim. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to. So come on. It's hard. We record these back to back. It's hard to know where the, the line is. Yeah, I know it happens. I'm not judging you, Dennis. I'm sorry. <clears throat> We're still pals, bro. You're still my homeboy. I'm sorry. I'm, still I'm my, You're still my friend. Thanks, man. Thanks, bro. That means a lot. Thanks, buddy. I hope so. A kiss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Ivory. <laughs> I can't tell if you're fighting or dancing. A little bit of both. It's like West Side it's, Story. It's West Side Story. It's, it's, it's West Side Story. It's really hot. You're a jet. You're always a jet. From your first cigarette till your last time breath. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. So then. Uh, we find out that I'm going uh, to tell you I like this episode, but so it just kind of drags. Yeah, like. Well, I mean, what? it's missing something in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it I is. Agree. Like there needs there needs to be another turn, like another twist or something that happens. Yeah, because like she she calls the guy and then he doesn't give her the information. Then Hangs they up on her. Yeah, and then they like call her again. And, like she shows up at his house or whatever. Like that always works. Right. Like you're gonna give me what I want. You're gonna leave your wife, or I'm gonna kill myself on your front lawn. Yeah. Is that what I'm, you want? Oh, you're <laughs> infected. <laughs> and I'm pregnant. <laughs> no, bitch, that shit ain't mine. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I swear it happened. So uh, <laughs> I got lost on this episode. <laughs> you could, well, to be fair, you guys are probably pretty drunk. <laughs> so, I mean, very. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what the hell is what's going on. Yeah, it's just a lot easier to do the voice when I'm fucked up. That's <laughs> <what> I'm <doing. laughs> so right. Cisco. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so Cisco and uh, Jake have like a little father son moment, and Odo keeps getting bothered by the crazy yak face guy who's trying father son moment. Either one can understand what the other is saying. Yeah, exactly. Juba jaba juba jiba. Jabba jabba juba jabba. And that was Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even sick yet. Damn. Uh, so basically, he was trying to leave the station and he's going to rip his ship apart because he's not unclamping the docking things. Yeah, this guy's really a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. I just want them to kill his face. Like, um, like a lot. Well, Odo and Court get left in charge of the station, which is kind of awesome. It's like the odd couple. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly think it would have been a great show if everybody died and from this babble disease, and Odo and Court just were left to run DS9. This is the show from now on. Yeah. It would have been like Home Alone. <laughs> Like they set traps for the Kardashians and shit. But they like, would have to pretend like everyone was still alive, so it'd be a mix of like weekend and burning the, yeah. the odd couple. Because sometimes like the body I'm the Admiral's calling. <laughs> they get shit go up there. Even though he could totally turn it. Doing fine here at DS9. 
But now they're free to express their love for each other. Yeah, so it would have been like Brokeback Mountain. I'm trying to think of the elevator pitch here. It's Star Trek. Brokeback Mountain meets Weekend Weekend at Bernie's. And the odd couple. It's the odd couple in space doing Weekend at Bernie's. Brokeback Mountain. On Brokeback Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. Well, we kind of – when you said odd couple, you know that – you no, know. no, no. The Pigeon Sisters were all about season one, and then Felix had his girlfriend in seasons like two, three, and four, and then he got back with his wife. And Oscar is the horniest guy in the whole wide world. So no, I'm not buying that. No, they're, no. Not, they're not gay. Okay. Oh wait, no, it was Sydney. Yeah, dear if, Sydney. You're just thinking about the uh, fan fiction that you're writing, Ben. <laughs> That would be great fan fiction. I bet there's got to be odd couple fan fiction out there somewhere. You're thinking of of the Ood couple. The the odd couple. How can I serve you? (laughs) (laughs) um, There's a lot of ball cupping, I guess. (laughs) I love you, Anton. Thank you. That joke made my night. I aim to please, buddy. That's what I'm here for. So do the ood. Yeah. yeah. Sex ood. All right, stop. This is the wrong show. Sex, yeah. All right. sex ood? Yeah. <laughs> Ariel named me uh, for my bookshelf. It's a Cthulhu. It's an ood. It's uh, got the Cthulhu wings and it's green. And has, I'll show you pictures. It's pretty cool. Sitting in my office. It's awesome. Yeah, she's she's shit. Uh, so anyways... Uh, Kira goes off and decides she's going to space kidnap the uh, the doctor, the friend of the guy that signed the death certificate, the weapons builder man. And, so uh, much, so much. And, uh, you know, Cork and Odor are trying to figure out how to keep this crazy lettuce dude from blowing up the station. Just, um, just blow up his ship. <laughs> right, just fucking fuck it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's putting everyone in danger here because of some fucking space lettuce. Just blow a ship up. Like, it's, it's well, cool. Now he's, now he's panicking because he doesn't want to get sick. Right. He doesn't want to die. I mean, so wait, we're all going to die, man. All right. Yeah. We're all gonna die. That's the that's the end game, bro. Like, it's, time is a flat circle, buddy. Come yeah, on, man. You're not you're not special. So uh, Quirk beams Odo over there, and Odo gets the dude off the ship. And then uh, Quirk is freaking out because he thinks Odo's gonna die. And Odo, in like the last five seconds, uh, they kiss. Yeah, no, he releases the ship from the station. It goes flying off and it explodes. Whee! And Quirk is uh, Quirk is like <laughs> with his buddy, and Odo's like, yeah, and then. Uh, he snaps right back and giving him shit, and that's cool. And then, uh, when do they make love? Did that happen? In my right there on the console of the bridge. <laughs> uh, you know what, Odo? I feel like making love. <laughs> and the episode wraps up like really quick. Like Kira breathes on the dude, and she's like, "You're infected now." And this guy may or may not know how to cure everybody, so she basically just killed a man. Yeah, uh, totally. And uh, but luckily for him, he knows how to fucking fix the shit. And well, I think uh, you know the doctor did most of the work already. And then this guy comes in, looks at Bashir's notes, and he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I see what he's doing." You forgot. <laughs> he forgot to carry the four. Yeah, yeah. 
He's the uh, he's the Thomas Edison to Doctor Bashir's uh, <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> and but they come in and they save the day. And uh, just it, uh, let me let me see your notes, Bashir. Oh, this will never work. Hang on, I got it. It's right here. I got, I got it all fixed. We're good. Okay, just I'm I, I, it, it, <laughs> just uh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Bergier. The the part that was yeah, is messed up. It you should uh, what's uh, Tesla? Uh, it should say Edison. <laughs> now now it works. There you go. Fixed. Science. I'm blind. And that's the episode. Pretty much. I mean, it wasn't. It, it would like Dennis said. Dennis mentioned this earlier. It was missing something. Mm-hmm. Like it the, sagged. It, it it needed something to prop up that middle. Yeah, it, it was a good twenty-eight minute episode. Yeah, like half an hour. This would have been cool, but I was like, okay, they all got this disease. And I felt like they solved the whole problem of the virus too quickly. Like, yeah. she figured out like what direction to go in, and then it was like, bam, that's it. I found the guy. Let's kidnap him. He's gonna help us. That's it. And, and this isn't on like the the Enterprise where you everybody's kind of on a ship, which is already kind of massive. This is on a fucking planet. Like she was able to pick this dude out on a goddamn planet. Yeah, yeah. you the one guy in a room in space, church, science land on a goddamn planet. Like it, it, it's astronaut. Were they on? Hey, Anton, were they on a goddamn planet? They were on a fucking. Okay, I, I just want to make sure. I, I, I don't know. I could. I escaped me where they were. They were on a planet, Bobby. I thought they were on a houseboat because I kind of stopped paying attention after the Miami Vice thing. Uh, so, like, I thought they were on a houseboat. I thought they were in like a you prison. Just had the Miami Vice theme playing in your head this whole time. <laughs> after the alligator ate the you gotta respect the number of instruments they got into that theme song yeah totally like all in that one part too but anyway um so yeah the episode wraps up with uh with what cisco yelling he goes and orders coffee black from the replicator and it tastes horrible and he spits it out and he yells at O'Brien and the episode ends and like, uh, O'Brien. And that, that's the fucking, but at least he yells at him in a, in, in a coherent fashion. As a right. You fucking Mick, you fucked up the coffee. He doesn't drink the coffee and go Siamese couch cushion hedgehog. Oh shit. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Because that's and how he looks. He has the, the thriller eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Price starts laughing in the episode. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great way to end everything. Right. <laughs> like, Do a show and every episode ends. No, 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 just every ending ever. So, like, whatever movie you're watching, like, you know, it just ends with thriller eye and a few good men. <laughs> <laughs> like Schindler's List ends that way. <laughs> I thought Schindler's List would have been better if it had raptors. Schindler, Schindler turns around, looks at the camera, and his eye goes fucking yellow, and then everybody starts laughing. It's a price die. I could have saved more. Crazy <laughs> eye. <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I'm banging Mary Magdalene. Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian song. Tears love for story. Yeah, love stories and crew. <laughs> Jennifer's dead. 
what do you mean? Spoilers. Love means Spoilers. never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> I mean, it works for so many on so many. Breakfast Club almost ended that way. Kind of. Oh no, Han Solo's in Carbonite. Hi. <laughs> 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 Who's got the cat eyes there? Uh, all of them. Everybody. Everybody. He's like ripped out a cat's eyes and replaced them. <laughs> <laughs> These bloody cat eyes are just dripping on his face in terms of art. I mean, and if. <laughs> You probably don't recognize me because of my new cat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the chances of me putting a cat out here is crazy. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> oh, shut up, Captain Solo. You're frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that's awesome. And to be fair, it would have been a better ending than Nemesis. If someone would have had cat eyes and laughed, because the end of Nemesis is just the Enterprise in space dock. It's it. I, I've got that. 370 days of leave. Cat eyes. <laughs> That's the only thing that could have redeemed B4 is if he had thriller eyes at the end. No, I still would have hated it. Like because then he'd have to act. Then he'd have to add, do more acting, and we'd that's be true. like, "Fuck you, <laughs> Spider." But that's where we find out that Spider can do like a spot-on uh, impression of Michael Jackson or something. And Vincent Price. And Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. Like except he he, he did the black face too. So. <laughs> like, oh, too dude! Oh my Fred? god! Oh, come on, Brent. And he never was. He was not black then. I mean, I mean, <laughs> white by that point. It's not cool, Brett. We t- what do we t- what do we tell you about the blackface? What do we tell you? And the cool part is it kind of works. <laughs> like now for the rest of the series, it's just going with the cat eyes. And he does the hesitating voice as he gets back, and that's when the ice. Oh, that's really awesome. Jake, <laughs> my father is a big gumbo. You know, that's as a podcast. That's what this show was missing. More like Photoshop stuff. Only we can see and. <laughs> <laughs> Because we already, because we already had the, to be fair, we already had the pantomiming and all that stuff going on. Yeah, right. Nobody else could see, but we enjoyed. So now we have Photoshop. We have pictures. Nobody even knows what that was. We didn't even describe it. <laughs> that was for our amusement only. They just have to use their imaginations. Maybe, maybe it'll find its way onto the Facebook page. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe it won't. You know, probably won't. Might tweet it out. There's probably some kid in Peoria listening. And to be fair, they have to get through all that other stuff to get to this. So the chances of it happening are slim to none. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling with my hands at a Gay Wesley episode. I don't know what's going on, but I heard there were cat eyes in an episode. I should stick around. It's not nice. I think there's some racial undertones at some point in this series. <laughs> A big brother said they, they, they use the F word at occasions. <laughs> scissoring. Scissoring. <laughs> I don't even know what scissoring is yet because I'm only 12. And scissoring starts with an S, so I'm just totally confused at this point. 
and then like the refugees are in the island of Lesbos. But that that just confuses me. So all right. So what do you, <laughs> so what do we, I don't know. I'll give it a six. All right, six is it? <coughs> no, wait. This is a scale to nine on this one, right? Yeah, this is okay. a scale to nine. This is a seven. A seven? I'd give this a well, no, six out of nine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Give it a seven out of ten. Six out of nine. You're that, going the wrong way, Ben. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you really are drunk. I'm quite drunk at this point. Up <laughs> like what? Two fucking beers. Is a cheap date. Yeah, yeah. But he got to use the thing about the isolinear rods. Yeah, he's super that, happy. It was, it was celebration from that point on. Yeah, see, so. that's why it should be a seven, just because I got to explain the fucking isolinear rod thing. And he got ball cupping. He loves to have his ball cupping. You yes. know that? He, he enjoys does. that. So there you go. Good episode for Ben. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> that's it. It's over for me. I'm done. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. I'm going to say it's a five. It just kind of, like Dennis said, if this was a 28 minute episode, it would have been pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But 45, eh, no, I'm not a five. It's a five. I'd give it a six. Like, I felt like it was good. It was just, it was wrapped up a little bit too neatly. And if it was kind of, you know, drawn out a little bit better in the, the more interesting parts rather than the, let's listen to people just, fucking ramble for 20 minutes they would have been better yeah salt flat microphone couch cushion (laughs) but like but like it's it's weird too for that there was only one explanation like well this is the only way we can fix it like they didn't come up with anything else it was just like we're gonna we're gonna magically find this guy what guy that guy he's the guy on the fucking planet (laughs) (laughs) we'll kidnap him and make him help us right to be fair, we'll give him the disease. Yeah, and I mean, isn't this guy like a Bajoran freedom fighter who's used to torture and shit? Shouldn't he be like, fuck you, you gave me the disease, now we're all dying. Like, that doesn't that seem... I, every night between the, the Cardassian scars that I have and the PTSD, I want to kill myself, but my religion prevents me from doing it. And they you just have, gave him an out. You just gave me the sweet release of death. <laughs> Thank you, Kira Nerys. <laughs> and he gave my me. soul and gave me death. <laughs> and I want to fuck you now. <laughs> this was that got really hardcore, Ben. I like and, it. If like we would have been able to contaminate the entire station, which means nobody could take it over, it would have been like one of those quarantine zones. So I, I didn't understand like why he didn't just okay, fuck you. Because you know bad. when you're faced with your own mortality, man, like weird things kick in like he's probably thinking about his space kids and his space wife and he got all space he didn't clear his space porn browser and he's like oh <laughs> i died i'm gonna know that shit i looked at oh my god he's probably in the middle of masturbating oh my god <laughs> oh, oh do whatever you want just leave i got barely a- legal cardassians oh shit That's <laughs> like he couldn't bad. remember if he used the incognito mode or not wow. Was the little guy in the corner or not? Oh, Jesus. And the Nazi midget porn, that's going to really look bad. <laughs> not a good look for you. 400 years later, it's yeah. still, still not acceptable. So what did you think, Dennis? Uh, I remember watching this 
as a kid, <clears throat> the main takeaway of it was, is aphasia really a thing? So, <laughs> like, I remember going to our encyclopedias because we didn't have Wikipedia back then <laughs> and trying to look it up and figure out what, you know, what it actually was. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I didn't hear a like five and a half. Five and a half. Anton, what do you say? I mean, honestly, the podcast recording it was like a seven, but the show itself was like a four for me. This is, this is the first stinker. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't like it that much. Yeah. There's too many problems for me. So, yeah. All right, well, there you go. Ben, are you okay over there? You look like you're like regretting life, many life's decisions. <laughs> he does that often. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why, God, why? Salt flat microphone. All right, well, there you go. Table tennis. That's a perfect way to end it. So we will talk to you guys next week. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, Space Michael Bender. <laughs> Cat scram. Kill Keiko. <laughs> Coffee table. The fucking planet. Are you saying that you love me, or are you just looking around the things and saying that you love lamp? I love lamp. I love lamp. I love lamp. I love lamp. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>